And here we are with another one. Socially impatient because I feel like I need to get everything off my chest all at once. Uh, it's another audio log or voice log, vlog, if you are so courageous to say. Oh man, I wanted to talk about anxiety and panic attacks because I almost feel like as if I have one coming on and I just kind of like, I just need to get it off my chest. I feel like as if I talk about it, um, maybe the, the kind of slight panic that I have at this very moment will subside. I feel uneasy. I don't feel right. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think it's, I don't know, someone once referred to it as anxiety. Like, you're hungover and you have anxiety from it. Um, yeah, you just feel a sense of, like, doom. That, I don't know, you're on edge. Like, your head feels funny. You hurt. Kind of like... Like you're not getting enough air. <clears throat> it all kind of happened after I smoked a cigarette. And then... Ugh. It just made me feel nasty. Uh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, because I got fucking tanked yesterday. Or... I should say today. I work... Uh, graveyards. And so I had a pint of vodka. And... You know... What happened before was that uh, I would get these hangovers from drinking vodka. And this is back when I was 22, 23. I think 23, because this was before my DUI. Had to have been shortly before, because, oof, yeah, see? I'm just feeling funky, man. Yikes. Ugh. <clears throat> Maybe it's better if I just talk my way through it. I had to throw on the AC for a little bit. You know, it's like whenever I'd get like this, like I had to take like a cold shower or cold water, splash my face, fucking. Yeah, dude, because, oh, God, my head would just feel so funny. <clears throat> take off my hat, man. <laughs> it's like I try every mining thing that I can do. To try to alleviate this fucking anxiety, man. I don't know. And I think it's like the more that I think about it, the more that it freaks me out. And then I start to freak the fuck out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just feel short of breath. Ah, like I'm not getting enough oxygen. And see, they always say like deep breathing helps. But me... I'm very impatient. I'm like, I just want this to end as fast as possible. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe try to get my mind off of the impending doom. Or the sense of it. I shouldn't say that. There is any trouble, I'm not in trouble, like, you know, everything's gravy, everything's groovy, I'm just driving, keeping my cool, you know, if 
but yeah, anyways, like, whenever I used, like, when I used to drink vodka, that's what I was saying, back when I used to drink vodka all the time, um, god damn it, my fucking nose, allergies or something, hopefully it's not the COVID, but, uh, anyways, yeah, I used to get these weird, like, I don't know if they're panic attacks, but just this weird foggy feeling that I don't, I didn't feel like I was attached to reality, like a depersonalization, derealization thing, I don't know, they're used interchangeably, I don't remember which one was which, with the derealization, like, I think is the one where you feel like you're going insane, <clears throat> Yeah, that's kind of what I kind of felt, like, almost felt for a minute. But those ones were so bad when I was 23. Fuck, oh, man, those were the worst. Straight up horrifying fear. Like, I could not fathom existence, you know? My mind just went into this weird state. And then it was the vodka. I have to fucking stop that shit, like, now, oh, I have to stop it, like, immediately, because this shit ain't gonna fly, it was, it was fun for a minute, but, um, I gotta do right by myself, man, I can't be doing this shit no more, fortunately, my body just, I don't know, somehow, something metabolizes, I think, and then it just fucking strikes me out of the middle of nowhere, and I have to, like, splash water on my face, look at myself in the mirror, or look at my phone, and try to just relate to something with it, you know? Staring at a phone screen is probably, like, one of the most comforting things, you know? I can't really look at the phone, because it's, I don't know, it makes your mind, I don't know what it is about the goddamn cell phone. It's not just the accessibility, but is it the screens themselves? Like, there was a video of a chameleon. I think it was a chameleon. Someone put a smartphone in front of its face and it freaked the fuck out. It's like, Aah! And, of course, boomers were <laughs> all over that shit. Like, they're like, if you, if you can imagine what it's doing to the chameleon, or you see what it's doing to the chameleon, imagine what it's doing to us. And, you know, kind of had a point. I mean, like, like when I start freaking the fuck out, you know, just look down at you. Like, it's just like your home screen. Your home screen is like your central, it's your home. Uh, it's your digital self. Whoa. You know, it's crazy. I know this is like connecting dots that aren't there. But self-own, self-own cell phone, I don't know, yourself you own on your cell phone, whoa, <laughs> it's kind of a, it's mind-blowing for me, anyhow, anyways, yeah, it's like, there's, you go to your home screen, you just look at it, or just look at it, it's like as if the reality in the phone makes more sense than our real life. The, the screen, the whole setup, you know how to navigate your phone, it's your life in your pocket, you know, and 
so much, it's crazy, it's no longer a phone, it's, we're like, it's the first step to becoming symbiotic with machines, you know, and it's fucking kind of scary, but change is always scary, what if it's a good thing, what if we need this, because if we kept evolving as ourselves, we would somehow go extinct in some way, and technology is the thing that's going to save us. <sighs> Shit, food for thought, man. Whew. You know, it's like I'm starting to feel better now. I can, I can breathe more. Kind of like cooled down. In fact, I'm getting a little chilly now from the AC. Um... Yeah, this vodka shit's got to stop, dude. It's got to fucking stop. Like, I'm telling myself that. This is for me. My fucking locks, all right? I know someone may or may not listen to this one day, but I need to do this for me. And I have to be honest with myself. I can't, you know, I need to get past the fear of, ooh, if someone's going to listen to this, because the whole reason... I'm doing this is to help people, possibly, but it's also for me, but mainly for me, okay, I don't care, I, I don't care if this gets out anywhere, it's just these logs that, <clears throat> I don't know, <laughs> that's, that's not fucking YouTube, not something mainstream where hopefully, like, no, nobody... <laughs> That I know comes across it, but who knows? Maybe some folks from my old hometown will be on Castbox, and I not I not even realize it, and fuck me, right? Whatever. You know, there's not enough transparency. There's nobody's vulnerable anymore. Nobody allows themselves to be vulnerable, and like as if it's a weakness. You know, to a point, I think being too vulnerable it, it should be embraced but it can make you look weak you know and that's why I'm staying anonymous on this <laughs> that's why I want to remain anonymous just so I can pour out my skeletons and um fucking nobody knows who I am right it's like that's the best way to go these days because everybody's looking for clout you know and since social media has become such this big has become such a big fucking thing every it's like millennials there's a bunch of studies that I think I'm a millennial right I don't know yeah I think so I mean I was born in the 90s so I didn't live the nine. I lived some of the 90s. I was too young to say that I grew up in it. You know, I didn't... I wasn't a teenager fucking running around skateboard, rollerblading. <laughs> you know, fucking... I wouldn't consider myself a 90s kid. But... I don't know how else to say it. Where the fuck was I going with this thought? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, I want to be honest, because I know, uh, 
I don't know how to communicate. That's one of my problems. You know, I'm so conscientious of what, like, I should say. And I need to get past that barrier. Perhaps it's like a survival method or instinct that I've developed. Or I don't know if anyone else feels this way. I am not confident when I talk. I stumble. I mumble. I fucking... I use fillers like, yet yeah, you know, like, and, uh, I need to quit doing that. I want to sound more intelligent. <laughs> I want to get past these barriers that are holding me back. It's like, that's the reason why I'm uh, always, like, number two in my life. My whole entire life, I've always been second this, second that. I've worked jobs that are, like, the second biggest in the company, or in the country, second... Uh, place in go-kart racing you know I want second place Le what do you know twice I've left a job on my two-year anniversary fucking oh dude it's like the number two is like a reoccurring theme in my life and I don't know what it means if it means anything it probably doesn't but I like to try to find meaning in things since I went, you know, I'm coming out of the whole nihilistic and cynical phase of my life. Because I think that's all our society's just really come down to. You know, call it like, everyone's getting smarter, right? Everyone's getting way more smarter than they used to be back in the day. And a comedian even had a, a, a point about this. He's like, you know, back before there was internet and smartphones... If you had a question like where I don't remember who said this, but it was like, do you remember or do you know where Tom Petty was born? And that question would, you know, stick with you for a long time. Years would go by, and then one day, oh yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was like Arkansas or some shit. And then you'd be like, oh wow, that was like a gold nugget of awesomeness of you know. I've been wondering that. And there's a lot more mystique to artists and celebrities. Because. Already like bands. You know fucking. Tool. Or, you know the mysterious mystiqueness about bands. Or celebrities. There's an aura of like godly to them. Like you get starstruck. I mean we still have that in a sense. You know getting starstruck. But uh. Yeah, I mean, then everyone's got a Twitter and an Instagram, and they share their entire life, and you're like, well, they're just like us, and Joe Schmo down the street, just regular old Joe, he's got like a fucking million followers on Facebook or goddamn uh, YouTube, Snapchat, or whatever. You know, like, anybody can do that. And it's true. I mean, it can take hard work or that one viral video for it to happen. But it's possible. And everyone wants validation, recognition, to be remembered. Maybe that's their biggest thing. Is is We want to be known. We want... We want to be known. We don't want to be invisible there's nothing worse than feeling ignored being ignored I think 
is whether if it's a big fear of mine, maybe. Because, you know, I've want I've wanted to be famous, right? Playing in bands, fucking I uh, yeah I used to. I, uh, yeah, I used to want to be famous so goddamn bad. Like, I they would do anything for it, you know? I fucking... I would have sold my soul to the devil. I would look up to the stars and, like, pray for it. Meteor shower would be coming... To, or, meteor shower. I'd just shooting star, you know? Would come by, I'd be like, I wish I was a famous rock band like I wish I was the new the new fucking Lincoln Park or some shit you know wanted to be legendary but then as time went on you know coming out of early 2000s discovering more about when social media was getting bigger and bigger and bigger there's like there are kids out there my age striving and doing the same things because this whole generation just came piling in about wanting to be famous. And by God, like, uh, I'm too little too late. My timing was all off. I should have been doing what they were doing if I wanted that so badly. But I was with these people that were way older than me in the band. And they were just so out of touch. And I, I didn't take advantage of, like, YouTube and... Like, I was just a consumer. I wasn't a creator. And during those years, you know, there was no, like, superstars. I mean, there's, like, Niga Higa. Um, fucking shit like that. Jenna Marbles was a big thing, too. Jack's Films. <sighs> yeah, it was all, like... There was... You had your few people, but... Overall, it was just people talking at a fucking camera and doing this kind of shit, basically. Before everybody started dogpiling one another, people would go onto YouTube and, and share their, their struggles and talk about their life, their life experiences, give advice. Now it's all about, hey guys, woke on my channel, sub, uh buy my merch fucking it's completely changed like can't talk about the s word the suicide word because uh, we don't want to get demonetized but if you're feeling helpless here's a link in the description below some general fucking suicide hotline or some shit they put down there oh I had a pause there for a second but yeah there was no I forgot what was the last thing I said. Damn it. <laughs> I was all focused on other tasks at hand. and you know, It slipped my mind. But anyways, yeah, there was just a few superstars on YouTube. And I, I, yeah, now there's just bands upon bands upon bands and music. And now it's like, hey, check out my band. Like, ugh. Like podcasts. Oh, God. Like, I know I'm... Ah, this is a, this is real fucking, what is it, I don't know, rich, this is rich, talking shit about podcasts on a podcast network, <laughs> it's like, I treat these as logs, but everyone's got a podcast, not saying that there's not some good fucking podcasts, dude, like, it, and it's so, there's a fan for everybody, 
There is. I don't want to piss anyone off. But in the same breath, it's kind of like podcasts are going to be fucking the next thing. It's just going to be our identity. It's going to be like having a smartphone. If you have a smartphone, you have a podcast. (laughs) If you have a name, a car, you have a podcast too. You know, you have a house or you have a bicycle, you have a dishwasher, you have a podcast. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be, I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably, it's probably a reach to say that, but everyone and their mother's got podcasts and there's only so many people can listen to at a time and um, whether you're a consumer or a creator or both. Some people are just out for themselves. They just want to make the content. And they don't want to go and listen to anybody else's podcast. Because, I don't know, maybe it's just good. They don't have the time or, you know, they're in it for the wrong reasons. They just want money and success. You know, they want the followers and money. And it's just kind of like a sub for sub deal (laughs) kind of thing. And I've noticed something about like this app here too. It's like I started exploring the app a little bit more to have to kind of learn to know what I'm working with here. And all of a sudden, it's like you could make money, but it's like cryptocurrency. It's kind of like DLive. Like, DLive went through some shady shit. And I don't know. I don't really trust that cryptocurrency stuff, man. Um, plus, I would imagine it's hard to. I mean, you know what? If I could get, like, some cigarette money or something, like, (laughs) maybe some gas money. I mean, that would be nice, but I don't really want to whore myself out, especially with this kind of content. (laughs) You know? And, like, I I could, uh, there's no reliable, it's not a steady way to live your life. You know, I don't want to become dependent on social media. Sure, you get some good checks, but once you quit your day job, man, like, you have to do the grind, and then that's when shit starts to not be fun. At least that's what I would imagine. Especially with my experience going through the band thing. It's fun to get together and jam, but then once we're, like, booking shows and having to rehearse all the time, the same goddamn songs over and over and over again, you know... I mean, you got used to it, but once you kind of knew, like, you had to strategically play and cater to different audiences, I, you know, it's common sense, I guess, but work, when work, when play turns to work, it's not fun anymore, you know, and, yeah, it's, there's like a whole fucking award, like, reward system on this shit, oh, get the 50 hours of listening to podcasts and get this much gold subscribe to others and get and claim your reward uh shit like that and so i'm like okay uh, i collected the gold that apparently i earned well i'm like the fuck is this dude <laughs> i just want to put my thoughts out there man like god like I want to get away from all that stuff that's why YouTube and people on YouTube are always complaining about the algorithm and bull 
bullshit. I don't want to go through that shit. Like, when I first started a YouTube channel, like, ugh. And it sounds so cringy, like, saying that. Oh, hey, you know, and a lot of people on YouTube, they're like, yeah, I don't say I do YouTube in real life, because it's just weird, right? I mean, it's a channel that revolves around yourself, and it's like stuff that you do when you're alone, and you broadcast it to the world, and everyone, you know, enjoys it, but then in the real life, it's like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a guilty thing. <laughs> it's like there's a guiltiness, there's a shame to it, right? Because you know that you're talking to nobody, you're talking to a camera, but you get used to it, right? I mean, I got used to it. And so it just kind of becomes second nature. And so... But then it's weird. Yeah. It's not socially... It doesn't seem socially accepted. But then there's just millions and millions of people on YouTube. And they love it. But to talk about it in real life, it's like, ooh, taboo. Don't do that. <laughs> you know? At least my, in my life, that's what it's been like. Anywho, where was I getting at? Yeah, when I started this little thing, I, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't know where to start. But I found a fan base from one of the people I followed, you know. Uh, I made a song for them. They recognized it and loved it. And then people just kind of, I got some attention from that. And... Yeah, I ended up eventually getting like a couple hundred followers. And that was cool. Most of them were dead, though. I had like three people that faithfully came by and, and watched. And still do, you know. But nobody can watch every single one of your videos. Like, I don't know. I ain't mentioning that shit on here. But, yeah, there was the point I'm getting around. The point that I'm getting to is that there was so... It was such a dirty, nasty, spam-filled fucking network that I got into, or community, that it was like, sub for sub, follow me, and I'll follow you back. Let's do a whole entire live stream and grow our channel. Be sure to pay it forward. Fucking go watch the video, watch it all the way through, leave a like, leave a comment, and leave it, something in your comments, something meaningful, like a part of the video that you like, right? It was paying it forward. Well, that's nice and all, cool, but dude, it is so bogus because people would come to your channel and and like and comment just for the um, the possibility of you going back to theirs and watching their stuff and it was a hopeless helpless desperate community and like then YouTube took away the option to go to channel on their on their site you know like when you're not there was an option to where when you see people in the chat you could click on their profile their profile picture and could uh there's an option report block or go to channel and that's how they would do the sub for sub thing everybody would click this option go to channel and you would go to the channel subscribe to them leave a comment on one of their videos and never fucking watch them again it's 
fucking, it was so desperate, right? It was just reeked of desperation. And it is, dude. It's sad. They make, like, they're literally, they're fucking, the people in those communities, their content, like, is literally talking about YouTube. And, oh, what to do? Focusing on the algorithms. Why? Because a lot of these people just want to make money. And YouTube's earnings gone way down, but people still want to... I don't know. And, you know, that's kind of me just... That's a blanket, blanket statement. So I'm sure that there's people, you know, like me that just love the attention. You know, they love getting socially validated. And, of course, you're going to have your fucking haters, but... <laughs> it's inevitable, right? It's just the internet. Internet's a shitty place. They can be cool, though. It used to be pretty cool. Now it's... Ugh. I don't know. I I have some cool... I've met a lot of cool people from there, though. There's actually... There's a lot of good people on the internet, too. It's not all bad, but a lot of it's pretty shitty and cancerous. Ugh. And so... Yeah, it, it just kind of made me... It just kind of killed it for me, man. And I'm tired. I go to YouTube to watch just funny shit, right? Shit that makes me forget about my demons. It distracts my mind. But I've been doing that too much lately to where I can't think for myself. I literally am like a zombie. I live every moment, like even driving. I would listen to videos and documentaries and podcasts and listening to other people all the time and I never listen to myself I haven't had enough time for myself because once I get home it's all about the wife and the kids and I don't have any time for myself you know I do but I waste my time I shouldn't say waste but I consume all my time on fucking YouTube right listening to it or and drinking just killed my artistic side of me my artistic spirit and now I don't do music anymore really I don't know if I killed it I just lost interest or if it was the drinking but either way somewhere along the line I just fucking didn't want to do it anymore I pick up a guitar I can't think of shit but of course, I lost that ability when I drank the first time when I got addicted to alcohol. And, uh, yeah, all my songwriting abilities just faded. Like, there was nothing, there was nothing I could do. No matter how hard I tried. And anything that I thought of was just garbage. Garbage. And now, you know, when I quit drinking, when I had to quit drinking, because I was in a court program, and I had to get drug tested for alcohol, well, you know, drug tested, right, everything, uh, I was on a probation, and so, yeah, I, damn, dude, my songwriting abilities came back, I, I started getting back into it, and then I just kind of drifted away from it during my sober time, right, like, I, I wouldn't pick up my guitar, because it's like being in a band, it fucking killed it for me, because it just came work, it just became work, it was a hobby, you know, it's not my passion, as much as I thought it was, and I even got tattoos on me, like, this, <laughs> claiming, like, this is my passion, 
and this is me, you know, forever, music for life, you know, uh, and that's not the case, man, I've fucking, I've drifted away, I'm a shell of the man I used, I once was, I'm a shell of the man I used to be, I'm no longer who I thought I was, that makes sense, it's like, I then had to develop a passion elsewhere, and, you know, YouTube was, seemed like a pretty cool thing, man, you know, it's like, instead of having to go to shitty dive bars and ask, can I please play at your facility, you know, and they're like, are you worthy, do you have demo tapes, we'll call you back and we'll, we'll let you know if we want you to play here, like, tired of tired, you know, and on YouTube, it's like, you don't have to kiss anyone's ass to, you know, get yourself recognized, you don't have to, you don't have to suck dick to get recognition, <laughs> it, for a lack of better words, you know, people can stumble across you, and you come up in search results, and you give them what they want, they give you what you want, they get their information, their, their entertainment, <laughs> clapping their hands, fucking... Oh, look at this silly man or oh, that was really interesting <laughs> I don't know that's how like as if I I'm mocking people who want shit <laughs> you know that's me I'm the fucking monkey man with the symbols clapping <laughs> it was great man but yeah it's it's like a win-win and there's a fan for everybody right it's fucking incredible so yeah, fuck the arrogance of venue owners and yeah. So I don't know. It's it's almost like karma, especially with recording studios, too. You know, it's like I don't know. Some of them, I know, I know some of them weren't busy, but they're just like, well. Uh, do you, are you signed with a label, you know, do you have money, and I'm like, well, yeah, we have money, but we're not with a label, and then you just don't hear back from them, you motherfuckers, fuck you and all your arrogance, like, we only allow the best to record at our facility, well, you know what, everyone can do this shit at home now, so, you can take your fucking labels and your goddamn recording studio, stick it, stick it. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad. I don't know. It, it's hard now because there's so many people, there's so many people that were looking to get success. So many fucking people. There's so much competition that only a few stand out. You know, um, a few that just get so much recognition. You know, having like 2,500, like 2,500, hell, 10,000 followers. Fucking, bro, you were a rock star back in 2006 or whatever. Or. I don't know, early 2000s, nowadays, it's like, well, there's a small channel of 10k subs, like, dude, that's amazing, 
Like, if all of those people watch that channel, that is amazing. Like, that's a lot of people, dude. Like, you can put a hundred people in a room, be like, Jesus Christ, it's crowded in here. It's a hopping night. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's fucking bonkers, dude. Fucking bonkers, because that shit is absolutely crazy. Do you... It's just like you look at them as numbers, but then you don't look at them as like people. Like these are fucking bananas. Like I only have seven thousand followers. Man, I've been stuck at seven k. Like that's seven thousand fucking people, man. And that is so. Oh god, dude. If I had seven k, bro, that I would. I would put my fucking a dance monkey dance. That's for <laughs> entertain the people. God damn it, you know. Upload more than once a month. <laughs> fucking hey man, bullshit. Oh yeah, subscribe to my Patreon. Give me money. Buy my merch. Just capitalize the shit out of themselves. Whore themselves out. I would do that maybe. If it was good, you know, a re if I was gonna have a Patreon, I'd have to have you know that's a lot of extra work. <laughs> to you know, if you donate this much, you get this stuff, if you donate that. It's all capitalism now. Like I mean I'm not like totally against capitalism, but holy goddamn dude. Like people it's just so much whoring out. <laughs> kind of degrading almost, you know, so, uh, I want to talk more shit, but I, I can't, I want to, but I feel like I shouldn't, no, this is my log, these are my logs, I can say whatever the hell I want, yeah, free speech, man, oh, that's a fucking thing for another whole entirely different episode, so, episode, voice logs, 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 every time I say logs, like, either one or two images pop up in my head, like, log, like, into a computer, like, a computer pops up, images of a computer, or a fucking, like, someone took a shit and left a log in the toilet, and so, I hate saying log, it kind of makes me, like, think of shit a lot more of the time than the computer, because I try to convince myself to think of the computer more, but whatever, it's just, it is, I'm spewing shit, I need stuff I need to get off my mind, that I can't talk to anybody else, I don't have any friends, like, I, yeah, I got online friends, I shouldn't say that, you know, but people that I hang out with in real life, and, you know, go drinking with, I got, like, one buddy now, because I, my other friends were my band, and we don't talk no more, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there's no, co I don't hang out with co-workers outside of work, that's bullshit, now, I see you at work, I don't want to see you outside of work, you, you stay in your fucking place, I'm not going to get to know you, because once you get to befriend somebody or whatever, then I'm going to start asking you for shit, so, alright, free speech, that's going to be a good one, that's going to be a good one, so we're going to, we're going to save this guy, and uh, we're going to do the free speech, Thank you for listening.